0: Hey yo, my bad. I was I overslept. I was taking a nap. You know how that goes. All right, so first and foremost, let me get the pleasantries out the way real quick. Uh, all right, so you are now tuned into the Morning Star Show featuring Slot seventy five. Uh, shout out to our uh, shit! <laughs> shout out to our uh, producer Cindy Ashby. You can always watch us on www.onthewakeofradio.com dot com. All shows are live twenty four seven. You can always catch the replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, and Google. Yeah, Google Play for the for the replays. Uh, I may open the phone lines tonight, I'm not sure. So, um, tonight, moving forward, because I have so much, I've been swapped in with the, with the label stuff, so there's no way I can keep up with the movie breakdown. So what I'll do is, um, moving forward, like, I'll do a couple breakdowns, and then I'll just do commentary on other stuff, music-related stuff. Cause there's no way. I just My caseload is just I have too much, too much. Um, they're going to give me a budget to hire uh, an A&R in the next 60 days, which is cool. So I got to um, interview people for that position. Um, it's just, I mean, it's a, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm very fortunate. It's just a lot. It's just a lot for, it, for my position for what I'm doing. So um Let me get everybody what's, what's in, that's in the in the in the chats. Uh Kiana, hey, COVID, my man, I gotta bring you back, bro. Naturally V Dab Edward. Uh BMT what's happening, what's happening? Zakiba, Ryan, Lord Vell, Necessary. Uh Edmund Jab Legacy. Nick Satterwhite. Nick is in the house. Jalene, hey. Jalene, how is... I hope everything is going well with with, uh, with you and your family. My man, Ryan. Listen, Ryan out there living his best fucking life. Ryan is like... <laughs> Ryan out there with guns and, and, and the finest whiskey and brandy. <laughs> Ayana, hey. Uh, Steve, what's happening, Mr. Chad? So, um, I'll do... I got a couple breakdowns tonight. And then we'll just discuss some things that's, that's been going on in... In the urban sector, I suppose, or just in in um, in the news general period. Um. So first thing I want to kind of want to chime about. You know, listen. You don't have to be a comic book head to know about this at this point, but right now the biggest news out there is the Black Superman. So yes, um, Warner Brothers. Has given the green light for a Superman reboot i conflicted with this because to me I think Henry Cavill has been the best Superman thus far um, we haven't even gotten a proper Man of Steel sequel yet um, so the Black Superman Black Superman versions they could go with is either uh, Valzad or Calvin William- Williams from Earth twenty three? Uh, I think this is going to divide the DC fandom, and I know black folk are like, "Oh, yay, another Black Panther scenario." I'm, I personally don't care for it to be honest with you, and yeah, of course Michael B. Jordan has was was given a film to be attached to. Um, Warner Brothers next project so it's being written by Tennessee Coates J.J. Abrams is, is, is going to be the director J.J. Abrams is hit or miss for me I'm not the biggest J.J. J. Abrams fan um, outside of what he's done with Cloverfield I didn't care for Star Treks I didn't care for um, anything with Bad Robot that's J.J. Abrams so I'm not I'm not pleased with J.J. Abrams matter of fact uh, Warner Brothers gave him a $500 billion deal for a bunch of movies for DC. Um, I'm sure most black folk are jumping for joy at the at the thought of a black Superman. Mainly, More than likely, it probably will be Michael B. Jordan. I personally don't care for this. I personally do not care for this. Um, Henry Cavill has pissed off a lot of people behind the scenes, but it, that only means one of two things. That means either he's a complete asshole, or he does not. He's not, he's not down with Hollywood like that. You understand? So, um, I'm not happy with this. I really am not. I really am not. Tennessee T- 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 coach has a, has a is sketchy to me. He has written for the New York Times, I believe. Um, he's he's won some awards, but he's he's one of those political writers, social political. Social political commentary type writers, even though he has written comic comics um on Captain America and Black Panther, but his his whole main thing is social political com- commentary. So there's gonna be some agendas in that script. He, they, they, he's the one that's, that's right that's writing the script. I'm not happy with Tennessee Coach being picked to write a black Superman script. Uh this, it could make a lot of money. Could it make Black Panther money? Possibly. Um, depends depends on uh, how it turns out. I'm not looking forward to this. So with Henry Cavill, he still got The Witcher. I think he would make an excellent James Bond. So I hope him and Danny Garcia. Um, first and foremost, I hope, that they, I hope they can fix this with Warner Brothers. But it seems like Henry Cavill was out. If I had to bet money, I think Henry Cavill is done as, as as Superman. Now, we don't know if this is a multiverse with the black Superman or just a complete reboot. So now, with with Warner Brothers, you will have three Batman either on screen or on your TV. And you'll end up with two Superman on screen and on TV and on, on, in a movie. You understand if that makes sense? So you have three Batman and you're going to have two Superman. Different universes. Uh, It's possible HBO Max may keep Cavill and bring him over for the expanded um, Zack Snyder-verse. Because there's no way he doesn't get a sequel to Justice League after this thing drops next month. There's no way. It's too much, too much, too much. The people have been clamoring this thing for four years uh, they're going to get this mon- their money's worth out of this. So, ah, it's just, it's just, this is all bad to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they gave J.J. J. Abrams a $500 billion deal. Not million, billion. <laughs> but this is for multiple, multiple, multiple uh, films. You know? Uh, let's see. As long as they stream it at AMCs, that's all I care about. Well, I know in, in New York is opening next month, 50% capacity. But f- even still, right now, at, at, the, at the end of the day, everything's going to go streaming. Like, that's streaming is going to be the ultimate end goal, direct to consumer. If you can wipe out the theaters or mitigate and not have to pay them, you know. So. Um, it, it was supposed to be Man of Steel to little scrap of Batman versus B- Well, yeah, we see how that turned out. So I I I, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I love Man of Steel BVS. You know, like with all the shit that went on, that went on is you know hit or miss. But Man of Steel was like it's an underrated gem. That's a good flick. Um. So yeah, so let me get into my first breakdown. I didn't know about this movie. It's a documentary. It's called Confessions of a Time Traveler. The man from 3036. Shout out to Black Jewel, because she told me about this. I had no idea this existed. So it's an interview about a man supposedly from the year 3036. Now, I'll just, I'm just go over the points and interview. Okay, now. In the beginning, there's reports. These are actual news reports. Like, you can go up and look this stuff up. Like, this dude was actually reported on as a person they couldn't find. You understand? So, um, there's a news reports of, t- of time traveling. Um, it's reported that time travelers can use parallel dimensions to visit the past. Okay, so there's a man who's arrested for theft. They can't identify him. Uh, the DA can't identify him. DNA test, inconclusive. He doesn't show up on any missing data persons, missing persons database. He doesn't show up anywhere. No birth certificate. No social security number. No file. Nowhere. Multi agencies cannot identify this guy for shit. All right. Uh, oh, no, uh, no, Thank you for the cash app, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So then, this guy. Uh, his name is Sebastian. the the, the guy from the future Sebastian says in the new society food and clothing are free see when he came here he didn't know he couldn't get food and clothing because where he comes from it's free alright and then Jack the interviewer the documenter guy he sent up he sets up an interview to, to interview Sebastian for the first meeting Sebastian tells Jack to put his cell phone in airplane mode Okay uh, People's hair doesn't it doesn't grow in the future due to concentrated radiation in the 2080s. So when he first came here, he was bald-headed, but over time his hair grew. All right? He says wearing a mask in the future uh, from declining health. Uh, he says 90 years from now physical health becomes unstable in an unfit environment. He says, 1 billion people die in 2080. He also says, uh, people in 2000, after 2080 have high levels of iodized metals in their bloodstream, which compromises future health. This is why Sebastian told Jack to turn his phone off or put it in an a- airplane mode because cell phones emit uh, huge amounts of radiation. All right. So, beginning in 2060, cell phones are banned. In the two, in 2020s, they call this the, the idiot era. All right. 20, 2080, once again, the lifespan goes down to 40 years for men, 50 years for women. Due to radiation, by 3010, things get better. Sebastian could not be ID'd by any agency. No agency could identify this guy. He's a ghost. On paper, he says he can't go back. The tech is accessible to, but not to him. Um, Let me see. He mentions the Montauk Project, the Philadelphia Experiment. As you know, it references the time. Uh, Only military people and the elite staff are are allowed to time travel. If civilians are caught, it's a they get uh, they get harsh punishment. Civilians are prohibited from time travel in his in his era. Okay. He said flying cars are called F-crafts, homes are pods. They're smaller, airtight, and they're operated by magnets. He then says robots are used in labor positions. They're ran by AI on a larger scale. Sebastian also was arrested for theft when he first came here. He said the future has nutritional centers where you can get three items for free. He says fruit is free. There's no concept of paying for bottled water. The second interview, the interview guy, Jack, says he's being followed by a black vehicle. Jack then uses the bathroom to collect hair samples from Sebastian. Uh, several major wars, he says, the U.S., the E.U., China, Russia, and Iran. He said it's called the vaccine war in which a billion people die from not vaccine. Take all this with a grain of salt. All of this with a grain of salt, okay? He says children uh, born into corporations um, receive mandatory vaccine chips. He says you can't work, you can't go to school without the chip. Uh, they're called Beneathers or anti-vaxxers. They live underground. They refuse the chip and they live in the sewers, okay? He says their lifespan is also r- roughly 40 years. People are required to live in pods due to poor air quality. Sebastian then gets an X-ray and it shows a chip implant in his uh, in the web of his hand. Okay. They actually showed the X-ray. Alright. Sebastian then says 2020 are the last days of freedom. Um, he says roughly he says by the year 3036, the population, the world population is reduced down to two billion two billion people. He says there's a big blackout, December 2052. The planet Uh, Electricity goes out worldwide for five years from terrorists. It takes 20 years to restore electricity. He says dogs, cats, squirrels, and rabbits are held in zoos and considered exotic pets. Lions, tigers, elephants, etc. have been extinct. He says the use of wind turbines, reflective mirrors, solar panels are used uh, he says children are assigned to carrying ones. Carrying ones are robots. So think of um, Man of Steel when they gave birth to Kal-El and the robot pretty much was like, you know, I, I'm here. Okay. So they're assigned to specific carrying one robots for care and monitoring until they are legally uh, can have kids of their own at, six, at the age 16. So I would tell people to go watch Raised by Wolves. HBO series where two androids are purposed with um, these these eggs. They have to wa- raise children. Raised by wolves is the perfect example for what this guy is talking about. Okay, so then children can legally have kids at 16 uh, or longer if they're retarded or sickly. Now, the bots are the parents. Uh, they've taught bots are just as important as real parents or siblings. There's no schools, no religions. The bots can also detain people. Children are taught by AI, and they're taught everyone is equal. Once again, disclaimer, take all of this with a grain of salt. Mating residents with illnesses are not allowed to mate. You're only allowed to mate three times a year. The female population is highly monitored Males are placed on hormones to regulate mating. If caught mating with a child outside of mating season, the child is taken and killed and or used for food. There's no movies, no music, no sports, no actors, nor nor celebrities. They can only read books for educational purposes. There's no government. There are no countries. He said the world is under three major groups. The three major groups are the Rothschilds, the gavies which is bill gates and amazon he says u.s russia china are under the rothschilds he said there's two holidays they celebrate the day of the united and the merger of the three corporations all right and then the day of the carrying one is the day the first bot went online placed into a home he says global currency is via a bank or micro via chip jack later on is still being followed He sent Sebastian's hair for hair analysis. The hair analysis came back. There's no link to any current DNA strands on record. Okay, 0% 0 link. His bloodline could not be traced to anyone in past history. The third attempt for the interview was denied on the phone. Sebastian said he has to go and that he hasn't been completely honest about how he got here. Jack called the leasing company... The, the the apartment manager, and the manager said he just left without saying anything. The lab tech says Sebastian's blood is unlike anything he's ever seen. There's high doses of metallic traces in his blood. Jack is still being followed. Weeks later go by. A burning body is found with his left hand removed. He had the chip in his left hand. Uh, Cypress Park, where the body was found, was the same location where Jack first met Sebastian for the first interview uh, the final words from Sebastian said he came here by accident and that's the official record off the record 3036 is the last year of humanity will exist every 6300 years the planet's earth uh, the the planet's na- natural cycle is, is a return Okay, it, it goes back to its natural state uh, he says, history is nothing more than a set of lies agreed upon. The documentary is like 30 minutes long. So, um, I don't know if you, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to take from this. It's just like the one interview with the alien they had in captivity that I had posted a couple years ago. I said, just take what he says with a grain of salt, Right. Because of course they would never post this shit for real, right? That was a uh, Confessions of a Time Traveler. This guy does not exist anywhere on paper, on record. So I I, I don't know. Um, it was on Amazon. You, if you're able to find it on YouTube, take what you will from it. Like I say, take everything with a grain of salt. That was it was interesting. It was interesting. Okay, so before I get into the next breakdown, talk real quick about. Um, Story rights And your life story And intellectual property So we have Ice Cube complaining That Warner Brothers will not make Another uh, Will not allow him to make another Friday Now this is the same Ice Cube That people believe created the Big Three League Do you understand? Okay Uh, Mike Tyson More importantly Mike Tyson Mike Tyson does not own his life rights The rights to his story Mike Tyson wants you to boycott Hulu because he doesn't have the rights to to tell his story. Intellectual property is everything. Especially if you are a celebrity. All right? If you do not own the light the, the rights to your life story, you can't tell it. All right? Extremely extremely important. Like you can buy the rights to someone's Life story, like everybody's story, their life is up for sale. I don't think people really understand how that works, you know. And for Tyson to be complaining of the way he is, that means he signed a contract. It wasn't a very con- a fair contract, but he's somewhere down the road. Back in the day, he signed a contract to the rights to his life story. You understand? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Matter of fact, you know what? Let's look it up together, shall we? Because I like further context. You know what? Hold up. Let's look this thing up together because sharing is caring. Let's go over this together, shall we? All right. He says uh, it's an unauthorized series about his life. And they're doing an eight episode. They ordered eight episodes to this. So it says the streaming service announced on Wednesday that they have ordered an eight-episode uh, series titled Iron Mike, written and produced by the makers of *I Tanya*. Those that remember Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, um, the whole pipe to the knee thing. Nancy's like bent over, like why, why? Like we all remember that. Okay. The series explores the wild, tragic, and controversial life and career behind one of the most polarizing figures in sports culture. Uh, Tyson reacted to the announcement on Instagram, calling for a boycott of the streaming service, announcing an, uh, an authorized series of his life was in, in development. So now you have <laughs> one per one company telling their own version of his, his his story, and now you have Tyson wanting to tell his own version. Do you understand? So da, 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 da. he says this announcement on the heels of social disparities in our country is a prime example of how Hulu's corporate greed led to this t- tone-deaf cultural misappropriation of Tyson's life story. How many Mike Tyson movies have we seen, guys? We had Michael J. White HBO version of Tyson, and he didn't he didn't make much money off that. And there was another Mike Tyson story. I forget who played Mike Tyson in that one, but I remember there's at least two Tyson stories running around here. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here's his boycott Hulu, right? And then we have the Jamie Fox version coming out. So he added the real Mike Tyson authorized stories in development, and will be announcing, will uh, be announcing coming days. Uh, Hulu to announce stealing black, a black athlete story. During Black History Month couldn't be more inappropriate or tone deaf. Okay, so the new one we got coming up was, was Jamie Foxx. Like, everybody should know about that one, right? Okay. So let me go back. Um, so this is going to show how important the rights... To, to one's life story is and everything is pretty much for, yes, everything is for sale. Everything is for sale, all right. So, yeah, I think I think Jamie's gonna knock it out of the park with uh with his version of Mike Tyson. But you know what? Let me do this real quick. I want to look up Ice Cube, his beef with Warner Brothers. Alright, so let's go over this article real quick. I don't want to get all like school-like on you guys, so bear with me. Alright, so here we go. Now, mind you, this is the guy that people sway up and down that had the the grandiose idea of creating a Big 3 basketball league for retired NBA players. This is this is who black people believe did this all by himself. Let's continue, shall we? He says, hashtag Free Friday from the Jaws of Warner Brothers, who refuses to make more sequels. They have hijacked the happiness of the culture. Now, this is the second film that I can recall him complaining about being hijacked. Remember a few years ago, he he accused the Weinsteins of trying to hijack... Janky promoters, and you, part of the problem was the Weinstein company was like, "This movie is trash. We're not going to spend money to put it in the theaters." That was their initial beef. Cube wanted janky promoters in the theaters. They didn't want to put it in the theaters because they know it was. They knew it was a trash ass movie. Uh, let me see. He says we're pushing for it. We finished the script. We are getting notes from the studio, and it's going back and forth get into pre-production and start hiring. It would be nice for this to come out on the 25th anniversary. He said, uh, Q confirmed that he and his team had completed the script for a fourth sequel titled Last Friday and that his goal was to release the film on the 25th anniversary. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Warner Brothers reportedly has no interest in expanding the beloved franchise. He says... Uh, Ice Cube has, been, has become increasingly frustrated with the studio, and here's the, the key part. However, he's unable to do so as the studio reportedly refuses to release the rights to him. Okay? IP is everything. Everything. Now, how many of y'all watched, have seen Yankee promoters? Who's all seen Janky Promoters? <laughs> and, and you understand why the Weinsteins didn't want that thing in the theaters. Janky Promoters was trash. Trash. I used to work with his cousin and met his accountant. <laughs> yeah the Hulu version is supposed to come out listen Jamie, the Jamie Fox version is not even nowhere near pre-production Jamie Fox is doing a whole bunch of other shit right now so that we won't see that for a couple of years he's getting in shape now for it but Jamie that that we're not gonna see that for a couple of years so um yeah and like I said if you watch Yankee Promoters you understand why the Weinstein's scenes were like fuck this movie we're not gonna waste money to release it and promote it okay Alright. Bear with me. Uh, the next breakdown, this movie kind of hits home for me, and I told this story before. Uh, this next movie is called Slumber. And it's about sleep paralysis. So I told my story before. Um, Charles Weiss, thank you for the cash out, bro. Appreciate it. Um yeah. So I've had for years, decades, I've suffered from night terror, sleep paralysis. I'm only giving back context backstory for those that are new here before I get into this breakdown. Okay? So my particular night terror is uh I, I'm a little of course I'm a little kid and I always end up in the laundry room on my back and some and whatever reason there's a pair of pants that always walks like a pair of pants will come out, come out, come out of somewhere, and I'm laying on my back, and the pair of pants will just start walking towards me, right? And it'll walk up on me, and that's pretty much all I remember, right? So, <laughs> like my wife, she she knows when I go through this shit because she says I have a hard time breathing, and I get to trying to talk in my sleep, and you know it, it's it's all bad. I've been like this. When I went geez when am i forty five I've been like this close to thirty years right close to thirty years so every every blue moon I'll have this this attack, and you know people be like well, won't you figure out the source of it and get to the bottom I don't want to I don't want to like I always get to, people always want to chime in with their little um you know, I understand it's coming from a good place, but me personally, I do not wish to go down and that path and figure out why or what the source of, of my night terrors is. I just deal with it. Now, for some people, they just... A lot of people just deal with the shit, let's be honest. There's not a place or a phone call you can make, say, hey, I'm having night terrors. Can you book me an appointment and get me in and, and find me a therapist and a spiritualist and we can get to the bottom of this? It doesn't work like that. doesn't work like that, okay? So... um This You know when I hear people Speak of these things It's It it hits home Like it's It's real shit So uh, Here you go The phone again Turn yourself off God My bad So yeah Anytime I I hear Of stories Or Documentaries Of the shit uh, it really it, for me it I just kinda be like, yep, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Now I, I'll say mine is mild compared to other people's stories and encounters. My shit is mild. My shit is very, very mild. So I, I've learned to deal with it. Um it's just something I just choose to live with. You understand? So the next breakdown is gonna be it's slumber. Uh this movie uh, is inspired by real accounts, as it should be. Uh, the term for uh, the term that, that's used by doctors is parasomnia. It's like a sleepwalk thing, right? So, we have Alice. Alice's little brother falls out of the window to avoid being tormented by a demon. Now, Alice sees all this. She can't see the demon, but her brother can, and he, he's like, they're in the hallway. And and it lures him out into the hallway, and he's like, hey, it's right behind you. And there's a long shot, and you see this eight-foot-tall thing behind Alice. Alice doesn't see anything, and then it's walking towards the boy. And the boy hops, jumps out the window to avoid it, and he falls to his death. Okay, so then Alice grows up. So the word nightmare, it's an old English word for mare. It's, uh, it means a demon that torments people with horrifying dreams. Okay. Years later, Alice has a family. Uh, she works in a sleep center. Alice's daughter uh, draws Alice flying on her back during an astral projection. Okay. She takes on the Putterman case. Uh, their son died in his sleep. He would sleepwalk, suffer sleep paralysis. Alice tells the other um, Putterman children. It's just in their dreams. Later that night, the Puttermans get ready for bed. The children are scared to fall asleep. The kids then sleep in the bed with the parents. Later on, the demon shows up, and the family begins to sleepwalk. Okay? So there's a correlation. When um, the demon has locked onto somebody, they'll make everybody else do everything else, distract for distractions, so that they can feed on the child. Okay? So then... In, while they're sleepwalking, the dad holds an imaginary baby. The mom is making a smoothie the son is the son Daniel is having night terrors. The daughter approaches her dad with a pair of garden shears so they're all distracted with their own little issues okay so then the mother then sticks her hand into the into the blender and eats a bunch of broken uh, eggs. The demon shows up for Daniel and begins to torture him. The daughter is cutting off the heads of stuffed animals. The mother is eating broken eggshells. The father punches the wall, then snaps out of it to discover his son has been attacked. Okay. Alice then finds herself reliving what happened to her and her dead brother, Liam. The... Okay, so the Puttermans prepare for their sleep story. That night, the mother and father and daughter begin to sleepwalk again. Daniel, once again, is is visited by the demon. Okay. now this all takes place in the sleep center while Alice is out at the vending machine so this is on record they got video recording of this all taking place alright so then Alice finally walks in at the tail end of Daniel's attack the father then attacks Alice he's in a paranoid state and then he's later arrested for assault okay Alice uh, then conditions is it beginning to affect her marriage Uh, Later Alice and a colleague Go over to the sleep They go over to sleep footage From the night before Uh, Kevin the janitor That saved Alice He's fired from his job He tells Alice to stay away From the putterments And gives her a note That says uh, Naknitsa Okay so Naknitsa Is uh, one of the names For the sleep demon Or the night hag Let me pull it up real quick Let's look at it over together, shall we? This feels like a virtual class. All right, so we're going to look at it together. And if you're listening to this on an audio, I'm sorry. You can't see what we're looking at. All right, so here we go. The Naknitsa. Mm-hmm. All right, so Slavic mythology. It's a nightmare spirit. It goes by a bunch of different names. Um, it's no, basically, in, in Europe, this is a big deal. Uh, mothers in some religions will place a knife in their children's cradles or draw a circle around the can- with candles with a knife for protection. This is possibly based on the belief that supernatural beings cannot touch iron. Now iron is important in magic because in, with iron, iron can contain energy or spirits. This is why a lot of your prison, your old prisons, the, the bars are made of iron. Okay? A lot of your prisons, the old-school prisons, the bars are made of iron. Iron has certain properties when it comes to, uh, and when it comes to magic. And energies and stuff. Okay, so when you're in prison, they literally imprison your 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 very essence and your soul. You are locked in a box, spiritually and physically. You understand? Okay, so the Nagnita is known to sit on one's chest, drawing life energy. It's a type of vampire, and will often continue visiting. Uh, often sleeps on one's back with the hands on the chest, in a position called sleeping with the dead. Okay and these are the various images I mean it there's the one popular one I forget which one it is I have to look it up one day but it, I mean this yeah, this is the most popular image here this one ah, shit never mind alright so let's end that All right. So now back home she sees the handprints on Daniel's chest his mom Daniel tells his mom it comes from it comes from the shadows. Uh, that night the mom attempts to stay awake with to watch the children while they sleep in the bathroom the mother discovers a loose tooth so she has this fixation with her teeth. The daughter wakes up And begins, uh, she hears a noise. The demon closes in on Daniel. The mother awakes out of her nightmare, runs to the children, and then falls on a pool of blood. She follows the blood trail to find her daughter has killed their dog with a pair of garden shears. The mom discovers Daniel's being attacked in his bed. Mom later confronts Alice for not helping her family. Alice then goes over the footage of Daniel and looks up the night hag. Okay. So then that night, Alice and Mr. Putterman go to the house. He's out of jail at this point. And Daniel is being attacked again, but the demon uh, then knocks Alice unconscious. The next day, Alice and Mr. Putterman go to, uh, to visit the fire janitor. His name is Kim. Kim tells them there's nothing they can do to save his son. Kim's grandfather tells Putterman the demon found his son in the dream world. Okay, so remember in The Conjuring... Uh, the little boy, the dad, you know, they would tell the little boy, "Look, don't don't stray too far in the astral world, because if you can't find your way back, uh, something may come back in your place, or they may lock you in for good." So, and when you're a little kid, for those that deal with children that that astral project, you, you kind of have to teach your kids not to go too far. Okay, all right. Um, so then, kids. So, so once a child is chosen, it paralyzes the child. And then crushes his chest. The grandfather says the only reason he survived is because another child died in his place. The grandfather tells that them that there's nothing they can do. But then the grandfather changes decides to change his mind to help the puttermans. So they plant the, the rooms in the plant are dead. The plan is to keep Daniel awake. The demon no longer just comes at night. So now this thing is attacking in the daytime as well, too. Okay, so the grandfather speaks on the old uh the old song that it sings that the Lord children to come out to play so the daughter sings this particular song is like a little lullaby and it's this is the, this is this this is how they use the song to, to lure the children to come out to play okay and it affects his dreams and uses his family's nightmares to distract him so that is able to feed okay the bed then moves as Mr putterman puts Daniel into a tub of water the demon attempts to drown Daniel in the tub. Alice then gives Daniel adrenaline to awaken him. The grandfather tells Alice saving the boy is impossible, but to focus on her family. The grandfather became so addicted to finding his answer that he cut off his own eyelids to stay awake. Alice then comes up with a plan to protect Daniel in his sleep during a sleepwalking episode. The grandfather, the parents, and Daniel all fall asleep except Alice. Alice is in the dream world, and she sees everyone else's dreams and nightmares. So once again, we have the mother trying to remove her teeth with a, pair of, with a fork. We see the father holding the dead baby that died. And then we see the little girl with the garden shears. Okay? So then the demon is riding Daniel. The grandfather walks in and sees the demon on top of the boy. Alice then sees her dead brother. The grandfather alerts everybody to the demon. The demon then attacks the grandfather. The demon turns up the, everyone else's distractions while the demon possesses the grandfather. Alice saves her dead brother but then begins to be uh, attempted to squeeze to death. She awakens, goes downstairs to find the grandfather's possessed body. It knocks Alice down, then attempts to, uh, to ride Daniel even further. But then Alice stabs the grandfather with a broken piece of glass. While the grandfather is dying, he says she did the right thing and that he can finally get some sleep. So the next morning, her colleague goes to the house and sees all the destruction. She sees uh, Alice uh, laying next to the body of the dead grandfather. Alice is now in the facility She's on a video call with her husband and daughter. She then hears her daughter sing the same lullaby that the Putterman's daughter was singing. So then Alice flips out, and she says, where did she hear that song from? Where did she hear that song from? So during the the video call, the orderlies orderlies come in to restrain her, and then you have this this pullback shot, and you see the facility that she's in. So She's in a facility of crazy people, because mind you, she killed somebody. So she got off the murder charge, was deemed crazy. Now she's in the facility. Now her daughter is, is, is the next victim for the demon. End of the movie. That was slumber. That was slumber. Uh, so. Yeah, so Renee's never seen Janky promoters. And there's a good reason why. It, it really is that, it's that bad. As Mario says, uh, I got out of a sleep paralysis and my dog had a demon face. I mean, it's different for everybody. Steven says he had a nightmare about a demon dog. So y'all is really seeing the dogs. <laughs> what did y'all do? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, lucid dreams are very, very weird. Uh, let's see. Ryan, let me see. Ryan, Ring of Fire with Alien Hieroglyphic. I'll have to look into that. So Mario says, I was able to touch a leaf from a tree in front of my house during astral projection, so that may give some validity to poltergeist. Okay. Some say night terrors are from the spirits trying to take control of you, and some say it's past trauma that's suppressed. I don't know about the past trauma part. I don't know about that. Everything I've ever researched is... Other entities uh, coming to possess you, take you, d- drain you, whatever the case may be. I've never, I've not heard about the past trauma part. Okay, so Cerberus, Cerberus is a, is a guard dog. It guards the path. It, gu- it guards the entrance to hell. I believe it's the three headed dog, right? The three headed dog that that guards the path, the, the entrance to hell. That's a Greek and Roman thing you know so Ryan says I saw archons once when I woke up about 3.30 and 3.13 a.m tall 7 foot shadows and I was stuck frozen and never saw them again you had a fight with a demon in a lucid dream interesting what are you doing what are you doing Okay, hellhounds. Uh, basically, hellhounds are sent to. They're like, um, man. Okay, I, old Irish culture, right? The Highlands and the Lowlands. That's a Irish Scottish thing. The hellhounds. Well, you know, it depends on which story you believe. There's stories that hellhounds are sent to retrieve people that um, people's souls that uh, try to run away. Per se, you understand? Like, remember that episode of Supernatural? A few episodes of Supernatural, Sam and Dean encountered the Hellhounds because they were sent to retrieve somebody's soul that ran away or whatever the case may be, right? And then there was a movie in the nineteen seventies or early eighties about Hellhounds, right? So a lot of times if you see a Hellhound, that's it's your time to die or you're gonna you know you're gonna, you're gonna be dead pretty soon. you Understand? So that's old, old, old history. Old old stories with the hellhounds. Um Mr. Cadence says, uh I kept rosemary and black salt under my underneath my bed. Yeah, Supernatural is probably the best best reference for all this stuff. Unfortunately, I, I I can't say you know, saying a, a pop culture show, but that's probably the best stuff. Uh Grim is also a good um, reference point if you watch the Grimm series. A lot of old stuff is told in that. You understand? So, yeah, in that episode, Lilith sent the hellhounds to retrieve Dean. Exactly. But, Robert, I, rem- I remember the first time they showed the hellhounds, it was um, the Robert Johnson episode. The old black man, he owed, and it was it was his time to give up the soul, and they sent the hellhounds to come get him. That was the first... Time I remember the hellhounds being introduced in it in uh, Supernatural, you understand? So, yeah, was Jengi promoters not funny? Oh my god, yeah, listen, go see Jengi promoters for yourself, and you'll see why the Weinstein did want to put that thing in the theaters, all right? Um, yeah, Grimm is uh, yeah, yeah, go watch Grimm as well charmed is is lightweight stuff but you know it's still there's still stuff in there all right All right, so we're gonna to get to our final breakdown because that's all I really have time for. This one is paid um, donation by I think Monk, Monk Luigi. I think Monk Luigi suggested dark, a dark song, so this is. Um, See <laughs> over, thank you, bro. See <laughs> over, deep state. See over is a fool with it. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So a dark song. This is basically about uh, Conjuring. Now, I like this movie because it doesn't glorify the whole Heidi Conjure spirits and all that good. I mean, it actually goes into the preparation and the, the mental and physical and emotional toll it takes on a person, on the Conjurer. So I like that it explored that part of it. I thought it dragged on a little bit too long for my, my taste but I think this is for Monk Luigi that requested this one, so um, you guys are still having out here having night terrors I was in the bed and couldn't move all I could do was watch the roach as if he was waiting for me to get up to so he can throw him <laughs> oh my fucking god, really dude? Um, flying roaches, I've heard it all now Wait, let me see, Ryan, what'd you say? You said once the demon tried to get getting me in my sleep for a woman's husband whose bed I was in my higher spirit left my body and rose out of my body and sc- and scared flaming head demon away. I heard my own laugh in my dream and I said I woke up felt all powerful and then he said in my swollen higher side rise out of my body and confront a flaming head demon. Okay, see, yeah, y'all be I don't know what the fuck y'all be doing. Okay, just yeah, just have regular night terrors like the rest of us. Okay. Just have regular shit happen to you. God Alright, so let's get into a dark song. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck y'all be on. Y'all be on some I'll keep that shit to y'all selves. Alright, so Psalm 91. For he shall give his angels. Charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways alright so we have a woman named Sophia alright Sophia buys a house and meets with her occultist Michael to prep the house for the ritual Sophia had to purify herself no alcohol for 22 weeks no sex at all including no oral she's only eating between dusk and dawn for 27 days peep the numbers in this movie alright there's numbers here Michael tells Sophia he's only done this three times. Michael refuses to perform the ritual and he wants his money. He tells her to do it herself. She tells him she's doing it for love. Now, what do we say the first thing in, in magic for practitioners? The first thing is always intent. Intent, 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 which this movie breaks down as well too, okay? Okay. Sophia then comes clean to Michael. She she wants to speak with her dead son. Now she's still telling half-truths. That's not the real story. That's part of it. All right. Michael then changes his mind and agrees to help. Michael tells her "This this is real. It's real demons, real angels. So she wants to conjure an angel to ask a favor to speak with her dead son. That's all she wants to do. Easier said than done, okay? Sophia then tells him she's read the Kabbalah. Michael laughs at the thought. He says, oh, do you think this is the Tree of Sephiroth? He tells her this is Gnosticism. The Kabbalah Kabbalah just gives you structure. They need six months of uh, food and supplies. So people think you can do this shit over a weekend, over a week. No, this takes months. This takes, this takes months. If I mean, depending on the, uh, the rank of the demon or the angel you're trying to summon, you have to prepare yourself. This takes a few weeks to months, okay? All right, so then Michael begins to print up pictures and symbols. Sophia's sister has a debate on God, magic, and what's godly. Her sister wants Sophia to change her mind. Sophia tells her to stay away. Michael then tells Sophia her intention and drive have to be pure, okay? So when you decide to seek out the entities, you have to be honest with yourself, okay? doesn't matter what you're asking. You have to be honest with yourself, All right? He says um, the her intentions must be, and, and, and drive have to be pure. A half-truth is still a lie, okay? Wait, 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 wait. Yes, demons have ranks, just like the military. Yes. You, you when you hear people talk about the demon army, like that's it it you have the four princes and under the four princes there's captains, right? They all have a rank. They all have yeah, that's wow. I thought everybody knew that. But yes, demons have rank. You know what, let me do this real quick. Let me kind of deviate off my
1: path.
0: Y'all be with me. I just want to look up something real quick. this one. I'm looking up something, y'all. Just bear with me. I mean, I did it a long time before when I actually got into the actual ranking of the demons and who runs what. I would just say start with the Four Princes. And that will take you where you need to go. Uh, Let me see. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like this one. No, this one's whack. All right, look. I don't recommend Wikipedia for nothing. Not when it comes to stuff like this. So, take this like not even not even seriously. Like I said, Wikipedia is not the end all be all, but this is Agrippa's classification of demons. Like, there's a bunch of occultists that have over the over the centuries have kind of come up with their own classification for demons. So, um, here's Agrippa's definition. Or a classification, rather. Okay, so you have the Skelly So you see here, they got Lucifer and Lilith. Okay, now depending on who you who you believe, there's only two chiefs, but there's actually there's four princes. All right, so there's it's Lucifer, Azazel, Beelzebub, and as as, as um uh, Azrael, I believe, or Asmodeus. All right, so that's those are the four princes. But like I said, it depends on who you who you. Who stuff you're looking at, right? And you got the three fairies And all this shit here And then you have the four, see the four princes But these are just devils So I don't, I don't like this classification You understand? Like, I don't like this one So here's the nine orders See, I, I would disagree with this one I don't like this classification here you have Ben's classification, right? Each associated with the, uh, the, the the seven deadly sins, right? Like I said, it all depends on whose book you're reading. And you have the King James version of it. So here's some. You have the first hierarchy. So you got Beelzebub, Leviathan, Asmodeus, Bareth, Astaroth see yeah i don't i don't like this because I've done enough research to know that man I'm just going to go back and find that shit and do it and redo this again all over again, so take this with a huge grain of salt all right okay uh, let me get back to the breakdown do, 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 do. where am I at okay so Michael makes final preparation. And seals the house with salt That no one can cross Until the ritual is complete Michael then makes Sophia eat Toadstool to cleanse her physically The circle is a paradox There's no beginning, no end Each circle has four phases Okay You consecrate the circle You open the chamber For the magic squares to pass through They draw five circles Five elements, five rounds The chamber of the sun equals fire And then, when they do it correctly, the angel will appear in the middle circle. That's when a favor can be asked. The triangle equals divine order, three trinity. Okay, for two days, once Michael unshackles the house, Sophia cannot eat nor drink. And so, then a black bird flies into the window. That's the sign. That's the first sign that the ritual has has taken uh, taken effect. Okay. Sophia has to drink blood. Michael masturbates while Sophia is naked. Sophia threatens to leave, but Michael begs her not to cross the line or they will be stuck there forever. So now they're too far gone. They have to complete this thing all the way through. Okay? Sophia is frustrated it's not working. Michael says it's her. She hasn't been truthful. Sophia finally admits her son was killed by people doing doing a ritual. Okay? She was worried Michael wouldn't help He said he would have helped her had she been truthful and driven. Okay, Sophia is the conduit, and they can't stop. Michael has Sophia stand in the tub of water and pours water over her head and baptizes her to strengthen her soul. Michael then drowns Sophia in the tub. He then resuscitates. He resuscitates her and then recites a prayer. He then administers CPR. So he strengthens. So basically. The old old heads, what they would do is they would k- kill you, drown you, and then bring you back. Okay, because that means you touched the threshold. You crossed over. That makes you, your soul stronger than most. Okay, because you touched the boundaries of life and death. You understand? All right. So then he tells her she's now pure. She crossed the boundary. She attacks him and accidentally stabs him in the side. Sophia then stitches Michael up. So, there's a cost. So, every time the further along you get with these rituals, you have to give up something. Okay? Mm. Her son was three years old when he was kidnapped from a daycare center. Michael says his favor would be to ask to disappear from the world. Spirits then make themselves known to Sophia throughout the house. Sophia wants the perpetrators to die a, a horrible death. They were teenagers. Okay, so he had a bunch of kids that stole, that kidnapped her son. Whatever rituals they did, and it went left. Okay, that night, Sophia hears her son's voice. The spirit begs her to open the door. She doesn't. It's now March, so it's been six months. Michael was still not well from his stab wound. Sophia then sees a figure smoking a cigarette, as she moves closer to the, to the figure. The figure is gone But the cigarette is still there Okay So it's really working now Alright So then Sophia goes She goes outside She crosses the salt barrier She begins to walk Sophia then returns back to the home She briefly sees a bunch of spirits That can be heard pounding on doors Her dead son returns Asking to be let in The next morning, Sophia encounters the spirit of an old woman and a child. She's then knocked unconscious and is then taken prisoner by the spirits. They cut off her ring finger. As she's being dragged back down the stairs, a light appears at the top of the stairs and drives the spirits away. She goes up to the stairs and there's an angel in the middle of the circle on one knee with a sword. We assume it's Michael. Because the only angel we ever see with a sword is Michael. We're assuming it's Michael. Uh, it's covered in a helmet, armor, and wearing a gold dress with a sword. It dwarfs over Sophia. So this thing is so tall. It, on its knee, it's roughly, compared to her, it would be roughly 8 to 9 feet tall. Okay, so because it's crouching down because the house is only so tall. The the, the roof. Alright? Sophia then asks, asks the angel... The power to forgive. The angel then smiles. And then the next shot we see. We see Sophia in the lake. Dragging Michael's dead body. Into the lake. As it floats off. Sophia, Sophia then is seen driving away. From the home in her car. A dark song. That was on, on a request from. I believe monk Luigi. Once again, it's not so much the end, it focuses on the preparation. So this thing told a lot of what you need to do to prepare yourself. So this is not like no fly-by-night. You can do this shit over weekend. You know what I'm saying? So that was a dark song. Let me get back to the comments. See what you say In one of those supernatural shows A woman got help from the church To find out the demon she was dealing with The demon said Leviathan I was like she's so (laughs) fucked That is funny Okay, let me see what else. Let me see. Did I mention the part of the gold raining down on Sophia and her still not thinking? It? Yeah, you know that. I, yeah, I, 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 I glossed over the flowers part. Yeah, that she would find a flower here and there, and then the yeah, the gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what yeah, but once the uh, she seen the first flower, she should have already known it was working. She was just impatient. She was very impatient. Also, the ring finger. She can't put an iron ring on it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting they, they cut off the ring finger. Connected to the heart, yeah, yeah. Indeed, 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 indeed. I'm listen. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my man a solid. I'm gonna do truth teller a solid. This is what I want y'all to do after my show ends. Cindy was crazy enough to give this guy his own podcast. Lord, why, why did this woman? give this woman I mean why does a woman give give this guy this maniac uh, <laughs> his own podcast. So let me get the link. Hold up. I'm gonna post the link in the chat. So True Teller, my man, he has a he has a, a late night podcast. Of course it would be about sex. Are we surprised? <laughs> so what I want you guys to do is um after uh I get off Go check out my man's. Go check my man's out. Let me find it real quick. Hold up. So this is the link to uh the truth podcast tonight after my show goes goes off. It's not on YouTube, it's on it's on the on the wake of radio. Like it's it's the internet radio. So yeah, do me a favor, check my man out. That's the only solid I will ever do for you ever again, sir. No more free promo. Me ever again, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) Here we go. What the fuck? Yeah. How can I help you?
1: (laughs) Good evening, Super Sloth. How are you doing
0: tonight? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good, sir. Is this a calling show? Or yeah, yeah.
0: No, no. What do you want to talk about? What's on your mind?
1: Oh, uh, I was just calling to let you know that I was I was watching the show and I was uh, greatly entertained by your breakdown and synopsis of uh, your topics.
0: <laughs> I thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, uh, mainly niggas, but we'll
1: get on that another day. <laughs> giving me the shout out on your show I appreciate
0: that hey that's what I'm here for
1: yeah exactly that's what you're here for <laughs> you know what To make, make me look good
0: anything else I can do for you tonight sir
1: you, you good you need anything no I'm good alright brother I love you I'll talk to
0: you later I love you too man <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> that's dysfunction at it's finest <laughs> Oh shit! okay, so that's my uh breakdowns for everything um yeah what I got another forty five minutes I ain't gonna make it I ain't gonna make it oh okay, wait, okay, wait, so what am stuff. Yeah, so I'm working on my next presentation. I'm I'm going to actually work on the uh the actual demon army itself whenever my wife gets off her ass and sends me what I need to make the presentation. So, I will I will break the shit down. Hold on. Yeah, that's that's see how you just don't look. Where's necessary at? I did not overlook you. See, did not overlook you. There you are. Yeah, London Link. It was uh like I said, you had to take it with a grain of salt. I did not ignore you. Here, I'm trying to explain to people. Listen, when I'm on StreamYard, it brings in both chats are combined. There's no separation. So all I see is just a list of chats. You understand? like I can't tell who is on what unless I actually go into my actual YouTube page and see who's there but when I'm looking at it I get everybody all in one one chat on StreamYard that way I can see everybody all at once you're a mess what 7.30 what? I mean, I'm dying. Listen, we, we ain't gonna make it to 7.30. <laughs> we ain't gonna make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... uh See, you go with that shit. he who? Yo, yeah, I'm stoked for the, the Mortal Kombat. It looks good. It looks good. Yo, so, like, m- next month, HBO Max, man, look, we got Justice League, we got Godzilla vs. Kong, and then we got uh Mortal Kombat. So yeah, HBO Max is looking good for next month. Yeah, so whenever she gives me the information, like it's a lot of pictures too. So I would have to do like a PowerPoint, but the main thing is like the actual rankings, who's in charge of what, how many, the what legion they, you know, when they say we are Legion, literally, you know, it it'll tell you name rank, file how many under their command. You understand? Same thing with the, the angel angel army. Same rule applies. Name, rank, how many they under their command. You know? So, so yeah. Yeah, it's going to take me some time. I guess a lot of information. It's a lot of information. Like, it's... This is not like internet research, you know? Because there's certain books you got to have access to. And if you don't have those certain books, it's all for naught. So yeah Yeah another insidious movie I'm like ah. Okay Corey Stop Stop right now The 90's Mortal Kombat movies were trash Stop We were only hyped because we were kids And we were just excited to see them on on film Those movies are horrible Stop Listen that entire trailer Is better than any Mortal Kombat flick That ever came out Stop the dumb shit Yes, I'm going I'm looking forward to Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead looks good. Looks good. Am I going to check out the Matrix? Mm, I don't care. I don't care. Honestly, I am not no. I'm not nah. Wait, Mario and the 60s guys was better. What? What is wrong? Listen. I'm not going to debate y'all between the Heisei Shoa errors of Godzilla versus the two thousand version. I'm not going
1: to debate y'all with that shit.
0: They all have their special places, right? Um, every capable station has a plus on it. Now, what's up with that? Oh, you know what? That's a good. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, Godzilla King Kong. Well. Okay, so we all know what happens in the movie. It's a team up. It's a team up. They either... So what ends up what ends up happening is Mechagodzilla shows up towards the end because Godzilla can still sense Ghidorah's brain waves. Because remember, Godzilla versus GVK, they took Ghidorah's head. Still had it. They found that the the head that was bit off. You Understand? And so Godzilla thinks can still sense its brainwaves. Um, whatever the case, with, at the end of the day, it's gonna be a team up. Mega Godzilla shows up. So, yeah. Simply deep. What's happening? Oh, it's been a minute, bro. Uh, ah, it's going. I'm struggling right now because uh, I got another 30 minutes of, of of gibberish to spit, and I'm not the type to just spit gibberish. Yeah. So if there's something you guys want to want me to chime in about, I will. Oh um. Oh yo, you know what? I know I want to look up. Yeah, here we go. Ten to accept. Press. Yeah. How's it going? Am I the twentieth caller? Yes, you are.
1: Hey, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, to to Pookie and them on, on the east side. I want to give a shout-out to Nick Taylor, the big homie. I want to give a shout-out to Kerry. I want to give a shout-out to all my haters who said I couldn't do it. Look at me now. Um, and I want to give a shout-out to Superstar 75 for making all this possible because without him, there's no way I could have won that new Tesla. So, where do I send it out? uh I mean, will you questioning it
0: to? Yeah, it's on its way out to you. Yeah.
1: Thank yeah. you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, I have a question. Is this, is this a calling show? I have a question.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's on your mind?
1: Thank you. I have a, a question. Um, you do a movie breakdown, correct? Yes, I do. All right. Thank you. So, my question to you is: What do you think about the new Joker that's going to be in the just Not the new Joker. But the Joker is going to be in a Justice League. Do you think they should have went with Joaquin Phoenix,
0: or did they go in the right direction by going after the Joker from Suicide Squad? Okay, so now remember, Joaquin's Joker is another is another universe. Uh-huh. Okay, but they alluded to in the comics. Remember, there's a one part of the comics they alluded to that the Joker and Batman were brothers. Uh huh. So that's another. It's a. It's a. It's the whole multiverse. Everyone's doing a multiverse thing. So everyone else, every universe gets their little shout-out, their, their little story to tell. But, no, I like Zach, Zach bringing back um, Jared's Joker because we never got to really see him do anything in, in Suicide Squad. Right? Yeah. So Jared being in a nightmare scene, I mean, he looks awesome. And you know Jared, uh, he's a psycho when he gets into his, his characters anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. And then remember... Good. David Ayer was having issues with Warner Brothers because they went in behind his, his back and butchered Suicide Squad. He said the movie that we all saw was not the, the, the movie he shot. So yeah, now, now, yeah. So now they're trying to do a, a release the Ayer cut for Suicide Squad. So I, I don't see it happening, but it's it's nice to know that you know people do give a fuck about the director's original vision.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I got another question for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the time frame
0: or we nah man listen, man listen man you, if you wanna run your mouth for the next 30 minutes I'm with it
1: alright let's go so when you watch your movie sir do you prefer popcorn or nachos uh neither can I ask that question because hold oh, on I'm, I'm still speaking sir thank you so <laughs> I prefer when, I, when I'm watching a movie I like to eat gummy candies I don't know what it is about gummy candies but I just love gummy candies especially
0: the gummy like no, when I
1: now, what say, hold on, sir, I'm still talking. <laughs> now, what say you? What, what, what do you like to munch on when you
0: eat it? I I don't. I just like to sit down and like I need three hours to myself with no one, uh, you know, bothering me, so I can get the I can get through the breakdown.
1: So are you saying that nachos and popcorn bothers you when you're watching the movie?
0: What I'm saying is, you watching the movie? Uh,
1: sir, can you please not stutter when you're talking.
0: Sir. The question. You are so not coming to this fucking studio. No studio time for you, sir. None. No, but uh, no, nah, because when I when I when I watch a movie, when I do a breakdown, like I don't need no distractions. Like that's what takes me so long. If the phone is buzzing or someone's calling my name or some shit, like it takes me an hour on top of whatever runtime the movie is. So if it's a two hour movie, it'll take me three hours to break it down from start to finish.
1: Yeah, so going to ask you that. So when you're doing a breakdown, do you watch it, pause it, break it down,
0: or do you watch it completely out? Nope. I watch. And then break it down. Oh, no. I, wa- do you do? I watch, pause, rewind, um, take notes. If they say something that's, that's of, of importance, I'll write it down. If I need to rewind it, that scene four or five times again, I'll, I'll do it.
1: So oh, here's a question I have for you, because I am smarter than you. Why don't call me for help?
0: What, what do you mean? No, Yo, I could break a movie down just as good as you can. I'm sure you can, but when are we gonna have time? You know to what?
1: St- Everybody who's listening for now on True Teller Four Ten channel will be all movie breakdowns. Do not watch Super 7 <laughs> Seventy Five no more. All over here
0: will be fuck all that. Nah, man, people don't understand. People don't understand how much time it takes. It, it takes for me to break down a movie. Like, no, I ain't no sitting. I do it. Yeah, like even like uh, a half hour series will take me about an hour and some change because I'm looking at the background I'm looking for matter of fact perfect mm-hmm. example I was watching WandaVision episode 8 uh, you mm-hmm. know for who, whoever saw WandaVision episode 8 there was a ram's head in the back of the corner of her uh, of her dungeon okay. I, you know and then you know there's certain sigils and signs and runes she used that people kind of just gloss over and shit like that those, those are things I'm looking for you know and then she you do more. what's that
1: when you broke down uh, those court documents, those phone records from old girl K. Oh, shit. Oh, my sorry, God. Sorry. You should do more of those, that, Slop. <laughs> that was classic material. You made the day go by real fast with that one.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I
1: think I think you should do more of those. And another thing you should do, you should acknowledge truth teller 410 more often. Oh, my God. Because I am the shit. So I, I, I believe to make your platform better. See I'm gracing your platform right now. And I ain't charging you nothing Because I'm under contract with the Inquisitor. See me so Doing this by myself. So, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a solo a entity. And I'm looking out for free.
0: So I wanted so to, to shout out. The, brother <laughs> when you
1: get the time. Just hit, just hit my Western Union. Look
0: out for me. I, I got you. Wait wait. People still use. Yeah, people still Western Union. They still use that.
1: Yo, I, I told you, man, my bank account is in the red, my nigga. Don't Lord, send nothing to no motherfucking Lord, cash app. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I ain't paying the bank. I've been in the red since December. Lord. I ain't paying a damn bank. Nothing. <laughs> I'm out here messed up, man. Crazy. That's
0: fucked up, bro. That's fucked Ladies up. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, you hit my, hit my Western Union you know, or hit my money grim on my Walmart to Walmart. It's, it's all the same.
0: Right, so right. We're
1: struggling. Four hey, men struggling.
0: Hey, what are, what are you guys discussing tonight?
1: Um, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I sent her the questions. I really don't remember. Don't give me the line. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a dope show because I was sick and I you know I had to miss two shows. So we are gonna make this one real hot and spicy. Right,
0: right, right. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you this too, because this, this is this is all solely about just you no know, the movie breakdown. One thing I always wanted to ask you. Which move? Which do you prefer? when you doing your breakdown,
0: Marvel or DC? And whatever you pick, tell me why. Uh, DC because it's darker. Yeah. Like it. It okay. seems like it, they have more real world consequences. And you know, Marvel shit. You know, motherfucker died to come back, or they're 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 yeah. they, they somewhere chilling and shit. You know, so yeah. 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 But even in comics, DC's always had a more grown-up appeal to me, as opposed to Marvel. You know, like Secret Wars was was pretty was was cool, but you know, um, Civil War was like. But you know, those, those DC shits is like, man, oh shit, when Batman got his back broken, like, oh my god, what the fuck are we doing? They broke man. Batman's back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do, he, so. do you remember when when he had got the what was
1: it the assassin to be Batman? Yeah. The, the cover for him. Yeah. And he, the Joker was the Joker was robbing the bank and he was like, oh, Batman, you got me. Put his arms out. And the assassin just cut fucking Joker arm off, and yeah.
0: hand off. Yeah. And Joker was like, Oh fuck, <laughs> who are you? You're not Batman.
1: Or the that um. That was a good
0: series, man. Yeah. Or or when when the Joker had a uh, poisoned Superman and he accidentally killed Lois and she was pregnant. Uh huh. And then Batman's like, Don't do it. Don't kill him. And then you know Superman punched his fucking heart out. I was like, God, I th- yeah. Hey.
1: <laughs> Anybody who wants to get into any kind of good series when it comes to Marvel I mean D C comics, I highly recommend Tower of Babel. Okay. When Batman found a way to kill an entire Justice League.
0: That's right, that's right.
1: And um Superman asked them, Why would you why would you find a way to try to kill us? And Superman said because y'all all aliens or have alien like powers So if somebody if y'all all try to take over the world, somebody would have to stop y'all. And then Superman looked at Batman and said, well, if you try to take over the world, who will stop you? And he said, y'all. Mm. I said, deep. Yeah. But Batman never needed Justice League. He, he, he let it be known. They begged him to be in Justice League. That's right. Remember when Superman died and he took over and he told Green Lantern, look, I'm going to bleed the Justice League. Green Lantern was like, it's not fair. And Batman was like, we can go in the hallway and fight. And Green Lantern is vital. like you know what? I know I'm 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 uh I'm gonna lose this one. Hey, hold on, I gotta get this food real quick. Hey, how you doing? Good, uh, yeah. I'm good. Okay. I got cash for you. There you go. Yeah, shoot boss
0: right there. Very nice. Yes, sir. I see you be nice to the white man. I bet he was he white. All right, boss man. Thank you so much. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank look, you look for at that. Yes, sir. All right. Is it was he All white? Right. Was he white? He was a white man, wasn't he? You, listen, boy, I tell you, man. niggas get they get some damn act right around a so. white man.
1: You damn right. You okay. got my food.
0: Lower the tone in your voice and everything, but like, yes, sir. And,
1: right. and, and I put my hat in my hand. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> 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 he, he the <laughs> Crazy
0: fuck club. you He said, yeah, he bugged it. He stupid. <laughs> I took
1: my hat and. And look at his, I looked
0: at his shoes the whole time. Oh, shit. Hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but. um,
1: Yeah, Power of Babel was a great one. Um, let's see what's another one. If you ever. Oh, my man. Another. Another. Uh, I really wish they would do a movie on it because I would
0: love for you to break this one down. I would like for them to do a movie on Dick Grayson going from Robin to Nightwing. To Nightwing? Yeah.
1: Man. For people people who think there's a lot of of, of things that people don't catch in Batman, in the comic, Bloodhaven is way worse than Gotham City. Mm Mm-hmm way worse so I could imagine if the right if the right people got behind that script and wrote that movie that would that, I think it would outshine Batman movies Let's just put the right people in it to so oh. watch him go from Robin to the Teen Titans to the Young Justice oh, man yeah that would be dope
0: yeah yeah. I mean they got they got a lot of good good stories that could, that could go to film a lot
1: yeah a lot of them a lot of them the death of Superman was a good one. Um, um the story of Guy Gardner—that would be a good one. Oh, mm-hmm. um, man, yeah, yeah. If DC really wanted, see, for a long time though, remember, DC was only focusing on animated movies. They was killing that market. They still are. Well, when, when Marvel was putting out all of those, the 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 the, the, the movies with Tony—I uh, mean, uh, uh, Iron Man—and everything was just. To jump straight to movie theater. DC was killing them. Right. And you said they still are. Yeah. They, they 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 did their thing with the with, with the animated movies. I I remember Marvel tried with the Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. Mm-hmm. It was high. It was high. It was high. But it, 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 you know DC they just know they just know what to do when it comes to their animated movies.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they put that much effort into their live action, it, there's, there's, there's nothing to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think that they put a lot of money into the animated movie. So, I, me personally, I was very satisfied with Superman versus Batman. Really? And I, 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 Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Now, now, did I want to see another Batman outside of Christian Bell? Mm no, but you know, for what it was, I was very satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. Very, very, and I, I'm hoping that the, the Justice League movie will be
0: better. Oh, bro, you already know their subscriptions are gonna go up through the roof, and they're gonna greenlight that. They're gonna give them a sequel. They got to. They're gonna have
1: to. It yeah, have to. They have to. Yeah, They have to. Which, I don't know if you know this, but the Flash getting a solo movie is dependent on how. This movie
0: does. Yeah. So they got um uh, Andy Muschete doing the script for uh, the Flashpoint. Um mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't have come to this, but I, I get it. So now we're gonna have two universes, one on film and one in T V, basically. And I'm okay with that. If they continue to to, to do what they're doing and if they let he- if they let Henry Cavill go for Warner Brothers and bring him to HBO Max and do Superman HBO Max, I'm with it. Yeah. Cause I, I don't care for a Black Superman to be honest with you I I just don't I don't. No, no. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, all
0: right, question. Answer. Three
1: superheroes you would like to see movies made on?
0: Uh, Three superheroes
1: shit. from each east, east side of the street, Marvel NBC. and DC, and I want you to answer that because I want you to I want you to answer from the standpoint of they make these movies. I would love to break
0: them down. I want you to answer with that mind frame. Damn, bro, that's a that's a lot to think about. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to come back to you on that one. I'm going to have to. T- I'm, to I'm going to have to sit down and think about that one. Okay, you gave me a show. You gave me a show idea. I, I, in my opinion, I to give you one and one
1: of each. I believe you would do a great breakdown on Martian Manhunter. Okay. On, on the DC side and from the Marvel side, I believe you would do a great breakdown. I got two people. I want to be trying to say the right one. If they did an Illuminati movie, yeah, when they were Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I think you would do a great breakdown of those because the, the comic has so much uh, a human factor into it when it comes to the, the stories of the Illuminati.
0: Yeah. It w- it was it was Strange, Black Panther, Mr. Fantastic and and who was the fourth member? Oh, Professor X. Professor yeah. X, okay. Yeah.
1: And um I think Tony Stark Dibbled and
0: dabbled a little bit. Right, so that's the one when they came up with the plan to kick Hulk off the planet and that led into World War Hulk and all that extra shit, right? hmm Okay, and then he came back and was killing everybody. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember old man, the old man Logan series? Um, at
1: the end, he ate he ate old man Logan. That's right. Marine, uh, he he ripped him pieces, ate his body, then he put his, He regenerated back in the whole stomach,
0: and then cut his way out of Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
1: right out of his stomach. Yeah, the only people that was running around was uh, that was thriving was um the Hulk, She Hulk, because he that's the only person he have sex with, make babies was her. They had a whole bunch of little inbred kids all over the place. Hmm. Good, good series, but I believe Martian Manhunter. A lot of people know this too. Martian Manhunter could be Superman in, in, a, in, a, in a straight out fight. He's stronger than Superman. But I believe due to his backstory and you know and his, his all the way up to current. We'll do a good breakdown of that and a great breakdown of the Illuminati series.
0: I may have to, I may have to order that those comics and go back over those man because there's so much I missed back then. Oh, man,
1: man, if you're gonna do that, you should just go ahead and get the Tower of Babel and get the Illuminati series.
0: All right, so I'm making my list now for those. Man, I ain't read yeah. comics in a minute, shit. You know, you can actually um, download them now. Oh, on PDF.
1: Yeah, they went they went to the um, electronic um, platform years
0: ago. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, you gave me, yeah, you gave me some, uh, some content to, uh, to start working on. I appreciate that. Well, brother, I only,
1: I'm only charging 15 an hour. Wow.
0: And we've
1: been on the phone for
0: like five, so. Wow. Spoken so, like a true, spoken like a true small hat. Hey, man, just
1: go ahead and mail that, mail that out in cash. <laughs> I don't got no bank, and I got no idea, so I can't go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll still fold my money up small and call it packages Right Go ahead
1: and, hit, and put that in the mail
0: Right, right, right You know,
1: yeah, but that, that would be a dope one, man You, you break down those two comics
0: Alright, well, it's on my list I got, you got, you got me some, I got something to do now
1: And all I ask, man Listen, when you just be merciful When you're, giving my, when you, when you're speaking of my name and praise Just be merciful and humble in all of your prayers
0: you know what, I'll t- I do you I do one better. Shout yourself out, shout your podcast out, tell everybody where they can go to listen to you after uh, after they after they leave out of here. Well, sir, I would
1: like
0: for you to do that, sir. Nigga, I, I done already posted the shit in the motherfucking, um, nigga, it's wow. your show, okay? You working for me right now, sir. Wow. My Ain't that. I my
1: 15, my 15 hour in the mail. Do you have
0: it in the mail? Right. I sure don't.
1: Everybody please sit back and listen and be quiet while he. His praise. It talks about a real show. Uh, Sly, is on you.
0: Well, you know, humor me. What? What all do you guys talk about on your show?
1: We talk about sex relationships. We talk about um, so
0: whoredom. We talk about whoredom and hedonism. Ass. Yes, hor whor, and hedonism and,
1: and yeah. Because somebody asked you, but I asked you for an idea, and that's what you gave me,
0: brother. No, what I I said, you know what? You seem like a nasty nigga, and won't you just go with that? Channel that nasty nigga spirit. <laughs> well, so
1: fuck? you had given the idea and then me a couple
0: song verses. I like, what the fuck? Oh my fucking god! That's right. I forget you are Akineli's cousin. Was, crazy, I, you was you was the, cool. the real ghostwriter for, uh, for putting in your mouth.
1: <laughs> you that's was the ghostwriter. Right. for the- <laughs> Anyway, hey look, 2 four ten, um the catch you catch our show live, um i would say eleven PM Eastern on the Waker Radio. It's me and the love my, the lovely host Cindy Ashley. We talk about relationships, we talk about uh, oh. uh, sex, we talk about everything. I, you know, we we talk about uh, a plethora of topics a plethora topics but I promise you there's one thing you will not do you will not be bored you will not be bored if you check in so anybody who's listening please check in you know and sit back relax and enjoy the show the show is called
0: I'm sorry it's called what? it's called something you should do when I'm talking wow
1: oh okay the show is called like I said every Friday you gotta forgive me for the last two hours feeling sick but every Friday on On the Wake of Radio Live, eleven PM Eastern, Eastern Standard Time, catch me Truth Teller Four Ten. I'm a humble, a humble co-host. I just follow the lovely Cindy Ashby. She is the, the brains and the beauty is behind the whole thing.
0: Uh, okay, so if I'm a white, if, wait, wait, so, so if I catch me. if I'm a white man, and I say, "Hey, mm-hmm. Mr. Truth Teller 410, I hear you got a podcast. Uh, what's the name of your podcast again, sir? The
1: name of my podcast is Slotty. You shut the fuck up. With Big Top Grown talking. That's, that's the name of my podcast. <laughs> that's the name of it. You got that? Just write that down. Huh? Super Slot 75. Just
0: write that down. <laughs> you know, it's all good. It's all good. Because you was real. Yeah. You was real, real humble when the white man brought your food to you but that's okay you though.
1: Right. that's okay you damn right I gotta deal with you you and Nick you two coons on listen and another show you can catch me on is The Inquisitors also on the wake up radio um, that show is held solely hostage by Super Slot like Bob I have nothing to do with it he just tells me to come on and, and speak my mind he gives me a script let me say that he gives me a script and tells me what to read I, I'm not allowed to speak Ain't nothing outside of the script
0: My nigga said hostage I ain't heard a hostage Boy that's
1: That's That's listen, I'm hell I, He holds the show in me hostage I have to do the show With the likes of Superstar 75 And Nick Taylor Do I want to do it? No But I ain't got no choice Cause 2042 Is a long way away
0: Sure is Sure is
1: So every time hey, Listen if you ain't do, If you ain't twiddling your thumbs Or kicking rocks you know like Just come over there and check out like, the Inquisitor show. You know, don't rush. Don't rush. Take your time. Take your time. If you like the shout out I gave the Inquisitors. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, everybody remember, it's about me. Them two, they the third wheels on the bike. Over. He's the third wheels did not need it. I can take over the whole show. In 2042, the whole platform will be on True Teller 410, and y'all will get some real insight on real topics. Until then, I carry on with the coonery and the nigga buffooning because I ain't got no choice.
0: My man, go go get ready for your show, bro. Brother, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See you Sunday.
0: Hi, right, bro. All right, later. All right. See, this is why I only hang with women can be hanging with brothers. That's why I hang with the women's. Oh uh, so yeah, uh Diana asked about, about WandaVision. Yeah, I watch it. Am I in, invested in it? I no. I just watch it because it's it's there to watch. I don't give a fuck about WandaVision. I don't wanna see no no damn season two. Um they get into her backstory. Um that's cool. and uh, they got they got the white vision now. Um I Really don't give a fuck about WandaVision. I'm just watching it because it's on. That's pretty much it. But what I did, what I went to go back to do is I rewatched the entire season two of Atlanta. <laughs> and I'm caught up on Snowfall. I'm caught up on Snowfall. Finally. So they didn't kill a Man Boy. They didn't kill Man Boy. So this is looking bad for Franklin. Looking bad for Franklin. So I'm finally caught up on 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 fucking snowfall. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you everybody for the for the super chats. See you over and, and um. Well, you know what? Let me let me be respectful. Let me actually shout out everybody that donated tonight. Cause I don't want to leave anybody out. Okay, Siova, Noel, and uh, yeah, so thank you guys for the, for the cash apps tonight. I need you to get started on dinner. Yeah, okay. That's how you run a marriage. With an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of y'all. Have a good night. Peace. First of all, I have a pounding migraine and I'm, I'm like really really bad. Like I need some some drugs. Pills. Coke. I don't know. What whatever the fuck you got? My shit is pounding right now. What are you doing for, what do you what are you about to cook? Alright. You got any cake left? Alright. Alright, we'll get started. Shit. Mixed veggies or... Yeah, that's cool. Alright. Just that? Yeah. Oops.